Another episode of Coffee and Apple Juice. I am your host, Murph. This is my co-host, Miss Hadia. Yes, I'm I done took back my name. I'm officially Aisha Hadia since Smurf did not properly give me Smurf it. Well, I'm, no, no, I'm no. CC. AKA. You're right. You supposed to hit me with the AKA. Yeah, but every time I do that, you don't respectfully but see see how you address had you, me. Had you hit me with the AKA, I was gonna address you properly. I was actually gonna be good today. Mm. Since you since you wanna okay. since you wanna do your own thing. <laughs> you know, she feels a little spunky because because you know right. her, 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 uh, she out here showing her, es- her escapade. Right. So she her, her latest so- escapade, she feeling a little spunky. So uh, to to our viewers and our our listeners, Miss Hadia is is she showing out today? She, the, th- the things is thinking. They so thinking y'all. They the thinking. things is thinking. So if you if you listening, you might want to head over to YouTube and see what them things are talking about, fellas. But they she want she want to show out. So she want to show out. So I'm gonna greet our guest tonight, Mister Mister Reg from Underpot. From the Unapologetic Podcast. Yes. What's happening, my guy? Was good, good, good. Glad for y'all to have me back on. I'm feeling glorious. Always, hey, always. What's going on, Miss Hadia? The Prime Minister. The Prime Minister. The Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on with Unapologetic? How y'all doing over there? Oh, uh, we rolling. You know, um, Dre is situated. Uh, we we actually recorded last week for the uh First time since she's been gone, Smurf held it down for us. Um, the week before, shout out to Smurf. Um, but yeah, we oh moved. Uh, yeah, got a, got a good lineup. Okay. <laughs> got a good look. I can't OD them with Aisha Hadia. I don't it, see why the people love it, me over it, there. And, and they're a little jealous. They listen. I, I get comments about you. Oh, but listen, listen. Someone, someone said. Yeah, you ain't had me on a while because you've been having I- D- Aisha on, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, they bad, bad. Okay, yeah, I might need to take a little break. Okay. No, nah, you good, you good. You know, we going to... people mad. I'm going to take a little break. It's okay. To hell with all that. To hell with the people. Yeah, we're going to get you back on. But I, I do want to uh, have more guests, but it's going to be a little hard just trying to match up with uh, Dre's timeline because uh, I'm recording like lunchtime here, you know, because oh, that's yeah. like eight o'clock his time. So, uh <clears throat> It's gonna be but you know, like I told you, sometimes you know you can just have somebody step in as Dre with, on the nights that he can't make it. He can the make show it. can still go on. Oh, it's gonna go on. Trust me. It's now, of course, there is nobody that can ever replace the great Dre besides myself. But you know, <laughs> if there's any time that Dre can't what? make it, you know, no, he can make it. It's just the time, the times that we time, time different have, having a guest. Man. Um, like if I wanted to have Smurf on, you know, he he might be at work. I'd be at work, <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, okay. well, twelve o'clock on a on a Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. I I had um 
for those that don't know, I'm Reg from Unapologetic Podcast. Like they say, we we uh record every Wednesday, drop Saturday, um, all the same platforms. Just about uh, but yeah. So yeah, I will, I will Wednesdays or I I started to switch everything up, the release days, the recording days, all that shit. But whatever, you know, y'all get it worked out. It's gonna work no, itself we, out. No, we good. We good. Yeah. So how was your weekend, Smurf? Let me see them nails. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And they glow in the dark. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's see, that's that's why I asked. What the toes right. look like? What toes the same color? No, the toes is white. They're gonna always okay. and forever be white. Okay, I got you. I, hey, I love the hell out some white toenails. But I'm actually gonna get a pedicure tomorrow, so I might go ahead and match them. Listen, up. listen, them glow in the dark nails is is is. Yes, fire. they glow in the dark when I cut the lights out. So I thought that. Was yeah, when you got yeah I, I when you bet. got the lights out and that double hand in, in effect. Yes. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I know. I found it out for the first time about probably about two, two, three, about two weeks ago. You found out what for the first time? Nothing. The dark Nothing in your business. Oh, glowing the dark nails. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, hey Smurf. What's happening? How was your weekend? My weekend was uh full of homework and drinking, per usual. Okay. I came I came down to North Carolina. And didn't some, see me, but somebody okay. because somebody ain't want to take that little hour drive oh with her late with her lazy ass. Listen, I am not a driver. I'm Girl. not a driver. I'm not a driver. You say that Sorry. To say what? Because I don't want to have to drive an hour. I don't want to have to drive no. nowhere. An hour. Uh hour. You you know how long it took me to get down there? Seven. You should have flew. For what? He, he saved money. You wouldn't have to drive seven hours. I, I don't mind driving at all. I don't like to drive. Because guess what? When we went to Florida, drove, saved yep. way more money than flying. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the drive was damn good. But as I digress, my weekend was cool. My homeboy hit me up. We He hit me up a couple weeks ago, Ace Boogie, who was on last week with us. Shout out to Ace. But yeah, he hit me up uh, a couple weeks ago, and he hit me with an ultimatum. He had a, he had a pool party the week prior, and then uh, uh, a going away party for for one of our friends this past week or uh, this weekend. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come for the for the going away party." So I pulled up. We had us a good time per usual. Do what we normally do: kick it, have fun, drink up, and now I'm back home, back on the podcast. Okay. All the good activities, drinking mm-hmm. and, and living it up. Yep, dude, you you can't can't go wrong. Can't go wrong when you got good people. When you got good people to kick it with, absolutely. That part. I agree. I agree. So that's uh, why you gotta get out, Aisha. So so hold on, hold hold on, Reggie. We we about to we about to see you first. <laughs> well, first of all, hold up. We gonna say Miss Hadia for last. Reggie, how was your weekend, dog? My weekend was oh, outstanding. Um, um, I was back in Atlanta. Um, I had the chance to go to a, a Atlanta Braves game. Um, I went to one of our uh, uh, favorite spots as of you know hey. a couple a month or two ago. Uh, Fins and Feathers. <laughs> Fins and Feathers had a great time. Was around good energy, gorgeous oh, yeah. women. Um, woke up the next morning. Went to uh, Escobar. Was around even more gorgeous women, you know. Um, <laughs> that was my hey, weekend. That's a good. That's, that's okay. a good weekend. That's a good weekend. So, Miss Aisha Hadid, how was the one your, and the only? How was your weekend? 
So my weekend was lit. Um, for those who do not know, I'm into racing, especially like the drag racing when the guys get their Camaros and motorcycles and old schools together and race them. I'm into that. Okay. So there was a race this weekend. Um, I only get drunk when I'm around people that I'm comfortable with. Okay. So I was with the girls. We was at the cutest fuck, drunkest fuck, litest fuck. I don't know at what point I decided to mix brown and white, but that happened. Moonshine was being passed around. Ooh. Oh, shit. yeah, like it was just one of those weekends. You mixed the moonshine. Um, so I didn't mix it, I just took a couple shots of it. But this this moonshine was so good that all it took was a couple shots, and you was literally like, Okay, yeah, I'm feeling this. Um, but whatever the case may be, was out with the girls, we had a really good time. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember. Y'all remember the guy that I told y'all boy connect for? Yep. So he yeah, came the, over the... to the house. This, oh, oh, came, oh. This was not an overnight stay. He it, came, it, he brought his on. he brought his PlayStation, played PlayStation okay. with, with the boys. Um, we oh, and dinner, we kicking it with the kids, and we watched oh, Power what? together, raising Canaan. So moving his way on up. He is definitely showing effort. He is putting mm. forth effort. Um, apparently, he has a game on his PlayStation that my boys don't have. So they, you know, play together. And I more so invited him over just to see the reaction, the interaction between him and my kids because he don't okay. have kids. So before we decide to really take it to another level, I want to know how you interact with my kids. Um, and he, he enjoyed himself, you know, of course, this is all new to my kids. My kids not used to me having guys over. They not used to seeing me interact with guys because I don't, I don't do that. So, um, whatever the case may be, it was cute. You know, he, can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. So for, for him to go through the first time and the reason being because of the kids, I mean, what, right. What's that really all about now? So let me let me give y'all some backstory. So this was a guy that I had started started talking to back in like February, okay, and he basically just told me, um, "I'm fucking with somebody else." So in a nutshell, I don't want to fuck with you no more. I'm fucking with somebody else. So he then reached out to me um, back in the beginning of June. And he was like, I'm going to just keep it real with you. The only reason why I stopped talking to you was because I wanted to spend a lot of time with you. And I didn't know how to accept the fact that you have kids and that you can't spend a lot of time with me because of your kids. And, you know, like I told him, regardless of what happens going forward, um, my kids are, they going to be here. You know, they're, they're not going nowhere. There's nothing that I can do to change the fact that I have children, you know, so... Um, I was extremely skeptical about even letting this guy back into my picture. Watch your motherfucking tone, Reggie, because I see you. I was extremely skeptical because I'm like, if you could cut me off the first time, what's to stop you from cutting me off the second time? Because once again, my children are not going nowhere. And I'm not finna change anything regarding my kids to satisfy no man. Like, I'm just not finna do that. Um, but you know, when he, he, he came over and well, he didn't even come over, but he, he was like, I really like you. And I really want to spend time with you. And I'm willing to work on my 
quote unquote selfish ways because that's what he said he was like he was just he wanted me all to himself and he thought that was selfish but he mm-hmm. was like I'm willing to work on my selfish ways because I know your kids ain't going nowhere but I really you know I really like you I really want to you know spend more time with you etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, so that's when he started like taking me out to eat um, inviting me over for dinner um, you know, bought the Connect Four board game, and I was like, "Well, you know, I would love to see you today." <laughs> Is that the full story? I mean, what else you want me to say? I mean, you politely skipped over the fact that you wasn't gonna get this man an opportunity. You talk so much shit about him, and to certain of gen- course, two certain gentlemen told you exactly play by play how it was gonna go down. First of all, fuck mm-hmm. y'all, because I ain't tell y'all. Why I gotta be all that? <laughs> Why- y'all gonna let me talk or no? Cause nigga, we knew how the playbook was gonna go. We well, that's you, cause you, y'all niggas, y'all know. Story. That's why I tell but y'all you everything. To, but you knew how the playbook was gonna go. No, I don't. Listen, I tell y'all everything because if I feel like if, if y'all feel like I need to slow down, I'm trusting you guys to tell me, hey sis, slow you down. Listen. You might to, yes, I do. I should stop. I'm it. not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you to slow down because you you're grown. You're gonna make the. You're gonna make. The, you're gonna make the decisions that you want to make, and we can't right. stop you. Okay. So gonna sit here and make like I don't like this guy. I do like this okay, guy, okay, but then, I am. Say that then. I am not rushing into anything because mm-hmm. ultimately my children are my main priority, and I need any man that's going to come into my life to understand that I'm not going to alter our schedules. I'm not going to alter our situation to make room for nobody, especially somebody who doesn't have kids and who don't know if a relationship with a woman with kids is going to work out or not. So me and him, we're just friends. We just hanging out. I definitely want to see how he interacts. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Reggie. That's friends? Okay. Yes, we're friends. We don't right. go together. But you say he's just okay. a friend. You know what? Recipe is Oh, baby, you. Shout out, shout out to Biz Marquee. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But keep, keep going, Miss Aisha. You know we got we got you know we got to fuck with you. I don't even know why you be making them face. I don't know what kind of friend you call <laughs> that. What do you mean? You have? I mean, my, he just came over, hung out with my hung out with me and the kids. Mm-hmm. We ate dinner. That's pretty much it. Like, I usually don't. I don't. My friends don't sit on my face, but that's another story for another. Oh day. my God, Reginald! That's a story for another day. I'm not saying that y'all do that, but I'm I'm saying y'all do. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm finna cut this shit and we finna start the fuck up. I do not I'm playing with you. Reggie, you doing the absolute most. I'm, I'm gonna have to edit the fuck out of these. Oh, you yeah, no, okay. you not. You keep this. You keep this shit. Oh my God. If you don't, if you can't bleep it, I can bleep it for you. Oh, whoo. So you know what the case may be, I had a really cute weekend. I enjoy hanging out with the girls. I ain't got lit in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. So that was fun. Me and the kids, we enjoy hanging out with my friend whose face I have not sat on. But you know what? So all in all, I'm, I'm happy for you, for real. But I want you to recognize the signs that in the effort that he's putting forth versus other guys aren't. Right. Because right. um, as as we said on our most recent episode, the heart wants what the heart wants. And even though you might be into somebody else more than him, and you, you know what I'm saying, this guy is actually putting forth an effort that other dudes is not showing you. He definitely is, because um, 
he has already planned a movie night for him and the kids when Cruella come out on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Like he want all us to kind of hang out and watch that. And, you know, um, my homegirl, she has a new business that she's launching where she's doing like these really cute luxury picnics in a park. He wants to do that. So I'm mm -hmm. definitely paying attention. Um, we're both on the same page as far as just kind of taking our time to really see you know, if this is what we really want. Right. Um, I'm late recording today because I met his mom. Oh, so, so that nice. was, you know, kind there of or whatever. Um, hmm. But yeah, we just we just friends hanging out. Nothing okay. major. Um, and he has time for you. And he he makes time for me. I try my mm -hmm. heart. He knows my schedule. And he know how booked and busy I be. But he definitely also sees that I'm trying to make time for him as well. Um. You know, so I mean, it is what it is. We just we gonna see how this friendship work out. Just take your time. Take Definitely your time. is. I'm not in a rush. For <clears throat> take your time and shit. Just enjoy enjoy the moments. That's yes, it. that's all I that's all I got. Because my thing is, I, I know I know how I am too, and what I've learned so far about myself, or what I what I've instilled within myself as far as trying to date is. It just enjoy the moments. If right. You, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, because I'm like, there, you know, as much as I'm trying to sit here and and figure out what, what I like or who I like, it's just a fact of just being out and, and just making these memories, whether it's with my friends or whether it's somebody new. Right. Just make, make these memories, enjoy them, and, and go from there. Right. So that's the same yeah. thing that you need to do. Yep. Can I tell y'all something real quick? Something I found out this weekend about myself, I have relationship PTSD and I figured this out myself. I was triggered, I was triggered by something um this this lady had that said to me, and I'm not ready to talk about it. That's how that's how uh extreme it is. Mm. So I was really um triggered by something she said, and I kind of shut down and not did not want to be around her in her presence. So I think I suffer from that a little bit too. Um, but I think I'm more so scared that a relationship is going to work. <clears throat> Why are you scared that it's going to exactly. work? Exactly. Like it's like I'm just well, waiting. I'm waiting on him to fuck up because I just refuse <laughs> to believe that it's going to work. I'm waiting on the day where I text him and he don't text back. I'm waiting on the day where I get blocked or I'm waiting on a day where he just tell me he don't want to fuck with me no more. And it's not even just with him, but it's with a lot of the guys that I've been meeting lately. Like I'm just wait. Well, a lot of them don't ex themselves out, but you know, I'm just, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like I really feel like I'm scared that it's going to work. Mm -hmm. I guess I've been traumatized by a failed relationship so much in my past mm -hmm. that okay. I'm just waiting on it to fuck up like i'm waiting on i'm waiting on it to go down the drain but that's a form of relationship ptsd too i just said i'm that i think i low-key suffer from that as well like, yeah i mean like the way excuse me like how you, you're thinking like you're to the point where you're gonna you're gonna fuck around and sabotage the shit no but see that's the thing like i'm not doing anything to do i'm not do, i'm not treating him like with no i'm not i i basically put what happened in the past in the past i'm not doing anything to mistreat him i'm not talking to him out the way i'm not even he doesn't even know that this is how i feel as far as you know wanting a relationship or 
that I'm scared that the relationship is going to work or that I'm waiting on him to fuck up. He doesn't know that. Um, it's just more so something in the back of my mind is like, okay, any day now, a, a bitch is gonna call my phone and say that they live together or something. Or, you know, like, I just, I don't know. But it's like, I'm doing, I'm still just enjoying the moments, hanging out, we having fun, we're eating. Like, we're doing things that I, that, I used to say I wanted to do, but never got a chance to do. Like, who the fuck do picnics and board games and shit like that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm really enjoying the moment. But at the same time, it's like something in the back of my mind is like, girl, it's any day now. He's just gone. You can't, you can't have, you can't, right. you can't have that in the back of your mind. As much, it's easy as it sounds. Like, you kind of have to try and, try and block that out however you can. Yeah. Because because then it's going to get to a point where, like you said, now you're like you said you already expected it. Yeah. And then if shit goes if shit goes right, then you're gonna be like, oh shit, we're here now. What do I do? Yeah. Or she could self sabotage it unknowingly, mm-hmm. thinking thinking the worst is gonna happen, like something minor might happen, and she make it more than what it was. Just sure. yeah, see, anticipating something. I'm trying my hardest not to manifest any negative um, thoughts. So I'm trying my, I'm really trying my hardest not to manifest any negativity within this friendship so far. Like, um, but that's another reason why I'm also taking it slow, not rushing into anything because if in fact something does happen, I'm not 100% invested for it to really bother me like it would if, we were actually in a relationship together and this happened. You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I'm not in a rush to turn this friendship into a relationship. Um, But at the same time, I'm not going to not let it happen if if the opportunity presents itself. But I also want us both to be on the same accord. I want us to both I don't want us to both want it. I don't want it no more than he wants it. Like I want us to both want it. You know, so right now I'm just chilling, but you know, y'all know my red, my red flag detector is on and, you know, we just going to see how it go. Does he want kids? Um, If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you say he don't have kids, right? He does not have kids. Um, And I, he did mention that he do want a child before he gets too, too old. Um, And I just, like, I keep asking him, you know, how did you, how did you feel hanging out with my kids? And he was like, you know, your kids are dope. And, you know, he, he says all good things. But of course, you're going to say that when you're trying to get with the mama. But at the same time, you know, I'm just going to, oh, he just him texting me now. Um, anyways, I'm just going to, we're just going to play it by ear. But he he does want children. Um, y'all already know my stance on kids. I'm, I don't plan on having any more children unless I'm married. And if my husband decides to leave, which I hope and pray, I do not manifest that type of energy into my marriage. But, you know, if you leave, you're taking your child with you. Period. <laughs> okay. So I stand behind that one hundred percent. Hell, you gonna take the other ones with you too. Them your step kids now. Don't play with me. Oh wow, you just gonna put all them kids on. Everybody gotta go. You ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I said it. Cause she wanna break. <laughs> ain't gonna get one. Oh. Ain't gonna get one. But like Reggie, I'm definitely happy for you that you do have a, a, friend. a friend. God, can you stop because over? y'all can you stop stepping over me? Yeah. I just had to make sure we put that out there. We are just friends. Can you stop stepping over me? I wouldn't I see and I'll 
I can't even be serious with you. I like Why? to think that we're friends too, Aisha. Because you friends, want Reggie. All right. Look, she, hey, she cheating on us though. The difference. She cheating on us, Reggie. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Our, our uh, let's shoot you. Polyamorous, uh, non. I know you two slut buckets ain't talking about nobody cheating on y'all. Y'all been out <laughs> drinking and partying for the last month without me. But we've been, but we've, we've been, been inviting. Oh, we've definitely been inviting. Y'all didn't come to get me. Invited you to no, Florida. No, no, no. you to Atlanta. Anybody, anybody that went out with us, they came to us, and then we left from there. Well, All the way see. from the West Coast. Mm. We had people from the West Coast come kick it with us. And I still. Okay, so let's get this show on the road. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. When y'all get into relationships, what benefits are you guys looking for? What are you looking to gain from the relationship? What are you looking to benefit from, from the relationship? Companionship. That's the only thing I'm looking for. So a partner. Yes. I don't, I don't need... I don't necessarily need help. I'm, I do fine by myself. Okay. I don't have the 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 companionship. Right. Uh, I mean, hell, we we've been living long enough. We've been taking care of ourselves long enough. We we pay our bills. We we got a place to stay. We got mm-hmm. a job. That's pretty much it. The companionship. Like, I, there's nothing else I really need outside. What's of going that. on with your eyes, Smurf? Hmm. Like you uh, burst a blood vessel in your eye. You okay? Mm-hmm. I did. I don't mm-hmm. know how, but okay. Um, so the reason why I asked is because I have we had a listener write in about a friend of theirs. Um, I'm not gonna read the email word for word, but I'm gonna give y'all the basic of what it says. It basically said that they had a friend who broke up with their girlfriend because he no longer was in love with her and he no longer wanted to be with her. He said then a couple weeks later, he ended up getting back with the girlfriend and he asked the guy, you know, why you back with her if you don't love her and you don't want to be with her? And he was like, because she going to give me a place to stay and she gets me back and forth to work. Now, here's why I don't want to, I don't like having conversations like this with you guys because I know that you two are really stand up guys. Mm, and y'all, yeah. this we talking about a different caliber of boy that was mentioned in this email but y'all know my stance on situations like this and y'all know that i feel like a lot of relationships fail because men are in relationships with women that they really don't want to be with they're just there for the particular benefits that they you know that they benefit from whereas women we're in relationship with guys who we have feelings for but don't have feelings for us um so the email had really pissed me off because it's like this girl is literally in a man in a relationship with a man that she loves. Like she really liked this guy. She really loved this guy. She want to be with this guy, maybe even have children and get married to this guy. Whereas he's only there with her because she going to get him back and forth to work and provide him a place to stay. I mean, she allows it. She don't know that that's why he's back with her. She's thinking he's back because he loves her too. And that's not the case. Awkward silence, right? It's a lot to unpack on this one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to speak on because we don't know this woman and her side. You know, we just know this one side of the story. But, uh, I mean, God. Well, shit. Like you said, she don't know because... because Where's her standards? 
But here you have the, to have some baseline of standards. We cannot right. point the blame at her because she no, is no. not aware. No, no, no. I'm not pointing the blame, but I'm asking when I when I say that, like um, for me. I, I don't ask that a woman have her own house. She can live in an apartment. Um, I don't, you know, car. Just your your basics. Like there's a baseline I look for when I'm dating. Like you right. you don't have to match me everything I have, but you have to be able to, you know, sustain by yourself. If you okay. if you're self sufficient by yourself, you can take care of yourself. I'm comfortable with that because I know for a fact. Okay, I don't have to necessarily pick up the ball and carry more, more weight than, you know, that's required for my, for me. Right. I don't want to ever feel like that. I, I have to make a certain lifestyle for someone. Okay. And that's what she's doing. And I, I, I kind of wonder that just in general, cause a lot of people say, Oh, I want someone that's, you know, just as good as me or better, but then we find situations like this. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, so basically, her where you're asking where's her standards as far as being with a guy who already has a place to stay, who already has a car, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I see what you're saying. The, just the necessities. So oh, let me also put out there that they are young. I don't think they're even in their 30s. I think they're okay. still in their 20s. But even still. Um, but so let me stop you real quick. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blaming her for anything. But. I mean, she's allowing, even though her not knowing, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of signs there. There, there I'm sure they are, yeah. Because yeah. you you know when somebody's not feeling you the way you're feeling them or whatever you're doing is not being reciprocated. Yeah, you can feel well, that well, 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 hold on. Because I, the signs are there, but I feel like the, the feelings that we may feel for that person are so mm-hmm. strong that they block the signs out. The heart wants uh, with the yeah. heart. You know, yeah. like when you really feeling somebody and when you really like somebody, your red, your red flag detector is just it's not strong enough to really point that shit out to you. I see that you're not going back and forth to work, but baby, it's okay. I'll take you back and forth. Right. Or, you, you, know, I'll go, you, you you let you let shit slide because you fuck with that person like that. You like that person like that. That's why I, I be hating that I'm a woman sometimes because. I let my feminine emotions that I have for people just get the best of me. And it's like, like I liked this guy and I, oh my God, I felt so fucking stupid after I sent that text message. I don't know if I sent it to you, Smurf, but Reggie, I sent it to you where I was just telling this guy how much I liked him. And in the text message, I even said, you haven't even done anything for me for me to like you like this, but I still like you. I want to block you so bad, but then I know I'm going to unblock you because I'll be wanting to talk to you whenever you decide to want to talk to me. Like, I felt so motherfucking lame after the fact. But it was my feminine energy that had took control over me when I was sending that text message that allowed me to just make myself vulnerable to the point where I'm expressing how I feel about this guy. I mean, he's on Do Not Disturb now. And he's actually going to get... I'm not going to get him the liberty of being blocked because I don't want him to think it was that deep. But at the same time, it's like... As women, a lot of times we just let our emotions take control to the point where we really can't control how we feel about somebody, regardless of how they feel for us. And I hate that shit because it's like that gets us in situations where now I'm in a five-year relationship with somebody and he ain't really feeling me like that. He just with me because he can drive my car when he needs to and he got a place to stay. He ain't even mm-hmm. pay the rent. I've, I've been on that side of the ball. <sighs> We'll talk about it, friend. I've been on that side of the ball. 
and ended up getting married. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first marriage. Like, uh, and it it took it took a lot. I mean, granted, we what we were married total of two years, really a year, but of course, the fucking state of North Carolina makes you be separated for a year, so two years. But but like it was the same thing. Like 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 Reggie said, heart wants what the heart wants, and at that time, I I wanted I wanted somebody who who was down with me at the time she was, but it's but. Pretty much, it was like she was in it for the title and not, and not everything that comes with it. Yeah, and that's how I felt. Like that's how I felt because I was doing all of that, fucking sacrificing, taking her to work, or having her held. At one point, I was just having her drop me off. Hey, just drop me off at work. I can, <clears throat> you know, I can do PT, take a shower, and everything at work and then when I get off just come scoop me you know come scoop me but all that shit was all that shit was my it was my car you know we was living on post like everything's coming out of everything's coming out of my pocket yeah that's a big sacrifice in itself right there right yeah and so now just imagine just imagine going through the going through it and getting to the point where like I was walking home like I was so fed I wouldn't even call I, I wouldn't even call her to tell her to come get me. I just, I would, like, at the formation, I would sit around and chop it up with the first arm, sit there, bullshit, do extra work. And then I would walk home because I did not want to put up with the with the nonsense. And that gave me time to think. That gave me all the time in the world to think. So for me to go out my way to do that shit, so I, I get it. So you, so don't feel bad because it happens on both ends. It happens to women. Mm-hmm. It happens to men. Of course, men. A lot of a lot of us men are not going to admit to it, right? Because we don't want that. We don't want that that stain on our record, so to speak. I don't give a shit. I said I told myself that when I when we talked when we had this conversation that I was going to try my hardest not to specifically put it on women to feel this way. Um, because I didn't, I don't want to put no gender on it because you do have men who they're in love more than the woman that they're with and vice versa. So when it comes to your emotions, it's not just a female thing. It's just a human thing. And you got some humans who they enter the relationship with more emotions and more feelings than their partner. Um, so I, I didn't want to put, um, a generalist. I didn't want to just specifically put it on the women right. to just lead with their hearts because we have men who do it too. Um, I think like women just do it a little bit more, or it's it's more known for a woman right. to lead with her feelings than it is for a man. Um, but yeah, that the email just really kind of first it pissed me off because you got this girl. I'm pretty sure she's doing, you know, whatever it is she feel like she need to do to keep her man happy. Mm-hmm. And then he's just there because she can provide him a place. To stay. Like that shit pissed me off. Like you're using her and she could literally be in a equally happy relationship with somebody who's going to put forth just as much effort to make her happy as exactly. she is to make you happy. But because of your selfish ways, you're keeping her from that. And I just hate that. I really like that shit really pissed me off. And I almost wanted to email him back and say, you need to put girl up, put sis up on game. Like, and then it'd be the friends who sit back and know that 
your partner is doing this and doing that and they don't put you they don't tell you like right. i just that shit just really pissed me the fuck so off that goes one of two ways because you either say something and then they don't they believe, believe you or they or they yeah. don't so i mm-hmm. mean sometimes it's better not not even say nothing but listen car- karma is a motherfucker oh yeah I believe karma, karma will come back he's gonna get that karma i just i, I mean it's the situation in, in itself is crazy. And, and I I advise my daughter, my oldest daughter, and I would advise any woman the same thing. Like, if this man don't have, have his own transportation or a place to stay, then he should not be even thinking about a relationship anyway. I don't think yeah. a woman should be. Anybody anybody that, that's grown that don't have transportation, reliable transportation, and a place to stay, they that their priorities are... Fucked up if they thinking about trying to be in a relationship. With being a, yeah, yeah. You gotta get. I mean, to, to me, those are two basic necessities that you need. Yeah. Because how can I depend on you if something happened to my shit? Right. Mm-hmm. Now we both looking for you know to get a ride from somewhere. Yeah. What if and my house needs repairs? Then who who the who the hell are we gonna stay with? Yeah. And see, that's that's why like. I be I don't be wanting to sound shallow when I say I need a man to have just as much as I am. Now I'm not expecting you to have you know own your home and have an up to date car. No, but I am expecting you to have your own place to stay and something to get you back and forth to work. And that's only because I don't want the responsibility of having to get you back and forth to work because if our schedules clash and. I can't get you there when you need to get there because I have to be somewhere like that's just a headache. I don't want to have to deal with, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And then it's like, as far as like living together. Well, first I don't feel like I don't want to have to, I, that's just, I'm not even going to talk about living together because that's some shit way long down the line. But if we I need our space get comfortable yeah. when I don't want you to get comfortable being here to the point where now you won't leave. I've had that happen before where a guy mm-hmm. just, it's like he just spent the night one weekend and never left. Next thing I know, he got his plastic containers with all this shit in it. And we live together now, no, you know? Uh, so you know I, I even go as far as to say, I listen, I, I need you to have your own place, not roommates and all that other shit. Because I'm i grown. When, if I come oh, yeah, over, and I like to walk around. If, if I come over there, we need to be comfortable. I don't want nobody walk behind the sofa. Hey, what y'all watching? Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm right. like, yeah, like, no, nah, you need to have your own place. Especially, you know, for me, these days and times, yeah, because baby, we grown. Like, yeah, I understand you I'll might want to save. save some money, some bills. Maybe you need to go down to the one one bedroom, one bedroom, one bath. Man, you know, you need to yeah. have your own shit. Hey, that's what look. That's where I'm at right now. One bedroom, one bath, but this shit works out perfectly. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Like, and that's that's the thing. Like, I feel like dudes ain't taking pride in just having their own shit nowadays. No, and I take that back because I'm not even speaking to dudes. People, period. Like, the room, okay, I remember I was messing with this one guy years ago and he had a roommate and like we had just got done, you know, um, watching video games and uh, shut the fuck up, Smurf. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to say watching TV. <laughs> then I was thinking about saying playing video games, but it don't matter. And like the roommate was sitting in the living room with one of his homeboys. And as I did my walk of shame, walking out of the house, and he was walking me to my car or whatever, you know, they all smiling and laughing and shit. And clearly they heard us watching video games. Mm. 
And I'm like, that's so embarrassing. Like, where's the privacy? My God, that's just so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Watching video games. Yeah. <laughs> They put hey, they put 2K on to let the computer play. <laughs> <laughs> we was watching TV. I oh, meant to, shit. I meant to say watching TV, but I was thinking about playing video guys. It don't matter. I don't I can't do roommates. I, I can't I'm do roommates. You. I'm with you 100 mm-hmm. you know? I'm with you. I, I think I, I I want us to have as much privacy as possible. Yes. Yeah. Cause I'm I mean, we, I didn't say, but we at that age though. Like we yeah. at that age now, where I mean, I get it. If you need to have a roommate, I get mm-hmm. that part. But at the same time, like we are definitely at that age right. where shit should be. We should have our shit at least the the bare minimum shit in order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, and for some people at work, I just I can't knock that. But for me, dating, I, I need someone that that has their own has their own privacy, has their own space. Like like I said, if I come over and we want to be, as I used to say, spontaneous, or we just want to sit around, you know, watch some movies in the living room or something, you know, I don't necessarily want to have to deal with your people in and out. They got, they they bringing people in and out, you know, all that was like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. That's so back to um, your relationship benefits. You both say that you just desire companionship. Um, and I get that. I think that's what any anybody wants, you know. Um, I just well, want this, this young man wants more than that. He's he he's he's a homosexual. Because the he, fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a term I learned a little while ago. But that's 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 basically uh, someone that um looking for a place to stay. Yeah, looking for a place to stay. <sighs> he's a homosexual. The internet wins again. Okay, I've been saying I've never heard of that before. <laughs> but but uh, I look at it. Uh, fucking, I, of course, you know, I always look at social media and like some of the shit that's put out there, and like how 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 especially the the younger generation kind of leans on social media so heavy, and take a lot of that shit, you know, to heart. And it's like, oh yeah, well, if such you know, if a man ain't doing this, then nah, he he ain't it. Or if she ain't doing this, then she ain't it. And it's like, nah, you need both of y'all need to. Everybody need to have their shit together, and and figure it out and, and make the shit work. If y'all like each other, motherfucking, let each other know, see what's mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And, and but you, you stop. It's like people try and rely on each other. Like you said, for for certain shit, though, though. It's and it's like, much, what, what can somebody <laughs> do for me? Right. I, I need somebody to pay my bills. I need this. Oh, oh, uh, you know, it's too much shit. Like that's why. That's why I I hate that phrase. Uh, as far as in a marriage, happy wife, happy life. No, motherfucker. No. Everybody needs to be happy. I disagree with that. Everybody needs to be happy. First of all, you got to make yourself happy. It's not my job to make you happy. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to make you happy. I want you to come into this relationship already happy. And the little that I do adds to your exactly. happiness, but I want you to already be happy right. and secure within yourself, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, most definitely. You are responsible for your happiness. Right. That's why when they say happy wife, happy wife, I've been looking at them like they fucking crazy. Like they got a fucking third eye. Like I learned, I learned that very young when I, when I got divorced. Nope. I, I tried that. And guess who wasn't happy? 
Not us. <laughs> you can be unhappy trying to make somebody else happy. Man, fucking miserable. And 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 the best thing you can do is remove yourself in that situation. Because if especially if you got kids in that situation, it's only gonna reflect on them. Like they they gonna pick that up. Like you know. But yeah. Yeah, uh-uh. I agree. But I, I think um, it's crazy because I I just. As you said before, you know, me, me and Smurf probably can't relate to it, but I hear it more and more and more from women that, that there are, you know, a, a lot of men out here that need a car, need somebody to drop them off at work, need a place to stay. I was entertaining this young lady um, a couple months ago, and I, I told you this earlier when we talked, Aisha, um, every time we talked, she was like, yeah, he's over the blah, 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 picking up a suitcase because he's going on a trip. Oh, he came to see his son or this or that, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, this nigga spending a whole awful lot of time over there. You know what I'm saying? And then kind of, then they, they end up getting back together, right? Mm. And so me and her, you know, stopped talking. We are more or less on friends' lines now. You know, we chat here and there still. But now, you know, they're not together no more. But guess what? He still stays there because he don't have nowhere else to stay. And she's giving him three, four months to get his stuff together so he can move out. And I'm like, this shit is like, okay, you own a house. What what are you doing messing with a man that don't even got a place to stay? And I would say that vice versa. If it was a man dealing with a woman, like, I don't know. That that shit is weird to me. Like, you you hustling backwards. True. You were hustling backwards. Not, Not saying you have to date you can date whoever, but at least try to, you know, like like we've been saying, try to have somebody that can compliment your compliment you in yeah. your lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? You you don't own your house, but you got an apartment. You got somewhere. We get mad at each other. You got somewhere to, to stay. You got. Right. You get mad at each other. You need a break until we put this together. Then yeah. Man, or if we don't work I'm out, take my ass home. Yeah. Or if we don't work out, you know, you got the means or whatever to find you somewhere to stay. Right. And yeah. for me, for me, an ex is never going to be the first place I turn if I need somewhere to stay. That's going to be the last, if at all. Yeah, I remember I was talking to this guy and um, he My was living. never say, oh, he doing bad. We ain't together no more. Fuck that. Yeah, I was talking <laughs> to this guy. He was living with his baby mama. And dudes killed me when they be, oh, I'm just staying there for the kids. Quit fucking playing. Stop. Can we dead that narrative? Can we kill well, that say, narrative yeah. that I'm only with my baby mama or my baby daddy for the sake of the kids? I was gonna say, can we stop the narrative even even in marriages? Because like marriages, people won't get divorced because they're so worried about the kids. And I'm like, yo, like especially now, th- this day and age now, kids are a lot smarter than what we were. Oh my god, yeah, kids are a lot smarter and they pick up shit. They pick up shit quick. And my thing is, if you're if you're straight up if you're straight up with your kids, your kids are gonna be okay with what's going mm-hmm. on because they they're gonna they're gonna understand. Like you have you really have to you just really have to talk to your kids and be like, hey, mm-hmm. here's what's going on. Me and mom, we ain't vibing. We're you know we're gonna split up. That doesn't mean we don't love you. Right. That but just that means mean I'm not gonna be there. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna be there. It just means that we are not good with each other, so we need to split up. Yeah, absolutely. And I do believe that people are people do that and stay together for kids, but that's the worst reason to stay together in a, in a relationship. Yep. Because yeah. kids, 
kids sense that energy that they that stuff and then it's going to be those times where the, the 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 mood the energy the temperature ain't right and some some shit that you probably will regret for the rest of your life might happen in front of them kids yep yep we i i've done it i i know you can parent perfectly fine without having a, the greatest relationship with with your with your uh, child's mother or father right so i i raised my daughter from 6 years you know 6 years old until hell till now you know just me and her and i me and her mother never had the best relationship until hell my daughter graduated high school yeah we made it work yep yeah. i think that's i think that's what that's what a lot of couples are scared of they're scared they're scared to try and make the shit work, but I'm like, yo, if y'all if y'all really give a shit about your kids, y'all gonna make that shit work. Right. You're gonna make you because you ain't re- you really ain't got a choice. Mm-hmm. Really ain't got a choice but to make the shit work. The right. thing is, like, both parents can't be sitting there uh, bashing each other in front of the kids or whatever. Hey, this is what's going on. This is how it's gonna work from here on out until you get grown. You know, until you grown and out the house. And then you can, you know, you can pick pick your favorite after that. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to touch on y'all saying how, you know, when you talk to your kids, they kind of know what's going on. Um, I was actually amazed at how much my kids paid attention to my past relationships um so the guy came over this weekend now there was times where I was cooking and weren't paying him and the boys no attention and they was just playing the game or whatever and the, my friend came to me and he was like your son I don't think your oldest son really liked me and I was like what you mean he just met you he was like yeah but he was saying how he don't want my mama to have no boyfriend so I called my son into the room and I was like you know son why do you feel that way why, why do you feel like you don't want me to be happy in a relationship he was like because I don't want nobody to hurt you because the men in your past have hurt you and I just don't want to see you go through that and like that really made me feel some type of way because my son is only 13 and we're talking about relationships from when he was eight and nine or seven and six years old you know and I'm like you know, I've never thought that those were, I never thought that he paid any of that any attention, you know, but I appreciate my son being honest, you know, and I just had to let him know, you know, son, I appreciate you being honest, but what we need to start doing is not thinking that everybody's going to come into my life to hurt me, you know, but it just kind of shocked me that, you know, kids really be paying attention to that. You know, now my son is at a point where he don't care that I get into a relationship. You know, he even said, you know, I, I know what my dad, what my dad did, you know, I know why my dad, why you and my dad not together. Cause it didn't work out. Cause he hurt your feelings, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, you know, I just, I, I feel like we just need to dead trying to make shit work for the sake of the kids. Cause what y'all think the kids not paying attention to, they paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you said, that bad energy between the mom and the dad or the, the, the spouse or your partner, the, the bad energy that's going on between you and your partner is eventually going to transfer to the kids. Mm-hmm. And the last thing you want is for your children to resent you because they witnessed something that they didn't have no business witnessing in the first place, mm-hmm. you know? 
And it's like, when I first started back dating, I my main goal was to protect my kids. I wasn't even worried about protecting myself. I'm trying to protect them because the last thing I need is for them to witness all these bad relationships to the point where they go out and start, you know, in getting into bad relationships. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my daughters feel like they got to put up with certain shit just to be with a man. Like, I don't want that to happen. So I had got to a point where, I don't want nobody over here. I don't want nobody coming in, you know, coming into our space. I don't want to keep introducing my kids to, well, this is the first guy I've introduced them to since my ex, but you know, I don't, I don't want to start no pattern of me introducing them into different, to different guys. Um, and then next thing you know, the guy's gone. We don't see him no more. Him and mom and our friends no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do that. So it's definitely going to be a minute before I invite anybody else over here. Um, but at the same time, I did that purposely just to see how his re- interaction with my kids was going to be. Cause y'all know I'm one of them girls who only, I'd be wanting to entertain more than one guy at a time. But right now I'm only entertaining one guy at a time, which is him. Um, I may text and talk on the phone with other guys, but like, he's the only guy that I'm actually like going to go see, hanging out with. If he invite me out to dinner or if he cook me dinner, that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not really entertaining nobody else on that level. Um, so it's like, I don't know for, for, for a person like me is, I just don't want to start. I don't want to create a revolving door with the guys that, you know, I'm quote unquote dealing with and my children witness that y'all know my checkout time is 6am. Now what happens after my kids go to bed? That ain't got nothing to do with them. But while they're woke, this, you know, like I just, y'all get what I'm saying. I just don't want to keep bringing people over here to meet my kids like this. So what, what time's check in? Um, 11, 30, 12 o'clock. <laughs> Between 11 and 12. Because once I go to sleep, I'm asleep. And I'm not, you ain't got to blow my phone up. Because I'm not going to answer. But checkout is at yeah. 6 a.m. Yeah. Period. That is a late checkout. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You ain't come I mean, over here to me, go to sleep. Late check-in. Late check-in. You got to wait for my baby. You, can, you can't check in to the last head of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I'll be in there passing out melatonin. You get one. Oh my God. So I've never, I've never given my children melatonin. Um, and Everybody get a melatonin. It's like Oprah. I don't need, that ain't even something I want to like start doing. Like I never gave them melatonin. Most good sleep. Man, listen. Listen. Lord. I bit a half of one and slept like a champ. Lord. Hey, sometimes I hey sometimes I be needing that shit because I I have my mo- I I go through streaks where I go through like two three weeks where I get shitty sleep I may sleep for like four hours max. So like I would love to take melatonin. Okay, so y'all know I have to be to work early in the morning, really really mm-hmm. early in the morning. So nights like this where we're recording late, this would mm-hmm. be the perfect night for me to take melatonin. But I'm gonna be late for work in the morning. So I can't really get on one like I want to. Um, But I honestly don't have too many issues with sleeping. I've noticed that I don't have too many issues with me falling. As soon as my head hit the pillow, I'm going to bed. As soon as we start recording, I'm going to take these clothes, I'll put my pajamas on, and as soon as I lay down, I'm going to sleep. So let let me ask y'all this question. Just to jump back to where we were, something just crossed my mind. What what do y'all think it is with, I guess, um, far as in men that are trying to date when they, I guess they necessarily, they probably shouldn't be when, when they don't necessarily have their shit together. Because 
we hear the sayings, oh, a man should be a provider, a man should be this, a man should do. And even if you are a man that says, you know what, I'm looking for, you know, I, I'm not looking to fully take care of a woman. We can go 60, 40, 75, 20 on these bills. You know, I, I carry the majority of the work, but these niggas ain't got shit. So what, what do y'all think it is with them? Like, because I, me, my pride would not let me try to date a woman and I don't have my own place or my own car. Right. My pride mm-hmm. would not let me, I, I, I can't even, I would feel bad trying to talk to a woman that's riding around in her own car, got her own place, and I don't got my shit together. Yeah. But these, these cats is built different, Reggie. So, I mean, they but, really you know, are. But that's what I'm asking. Are, I mean, what do y'all think it is? Like, like, but I, and this is on both sides. This is both men and women. They're, they're completely built different than what we were. That's the, what, the audacity. I knew a guy. Um, to the I, max. I know a guy, and he literally, he will not get a girlfriend. And he'll keep, he tells me, well, first he said, there's no reason in buying a cow when you get the milk for free. But then he goes into saying, you know, I won't get a girlfriend because financially I can't afford one. And it's like, I respect him for that. You know, especially now where, now that I am where I am now mentally, I respect you for that because you have a lot of relationships that are ending because the man is not the provider that the woman wants him to be, et cetera, et cetera. So I expect, I respect any man who will just be open and honest and say, "Hey, I can't afford a relationship right now." Mm-hmm. You know, but I know, I, I know that I know that you deserve the finer things in life, and I want to provide you that. And right now, I can't, so I I can't see me moving forward in a relationship with you because I know I can't give you what you deserve. I respect any man who can stand on all ten of his toes and speak to a, and tell a woman the truth. But mm-hmm. then you have some men out here who they aren't as prideful as the next man. You know, um, so like. Go just going back to my weekend, you know, when I invited my friend over and he actually saw how I lived. He was, he, you know, like I'm the older I get, the more I'm into my space and my house is really nicely decorated, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know, when he saw how, how how I lived, he was like, Oh shit, I gotta step my game up fucking with you. And I was like, What you mean? You know, because I'm not the type to get with a guy for what they can do for me, uh financially or whatever. Right. He was like, I just he was like, I used to I used to think you was bullshitting when you said that you ain't have time or when you always working, but it's like, now I see like, you got a nice ass house, your kids are situated. You know what I'm saying? I see that. I see why you work so much because I see the things that really matter to you. I see what you spend your money on. You know, your house look good. It's real comfortable and homey. He was like, you know, I got to get my shit together. So then he calls me up um, a couple hours later. He was like, man, just, just hanging out with you and your family just made me feel like I just gotta, I want to start doing more for myself you know, so that I can be the man that I need to be for you, et cetera, et cetera. So now he's, you know, going to, um, I think he said that he's going to start, go ahead and take the test to get his CDLs and everything like that. And it's like, I feel like a lot of men don't think that they deserve. Let me reword this. I feel like a lot of men don't know that they can, they can actually sit it, sit this one out. I feel like everybody feel like they have to be in the game. They they have to be. I feel like there a lot of people are influenced to be in relationships when they know they don't need to be in one. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. No, that makes yeah. sense. You know, like I feel like I feel like being on social media and seeing all these girls hugged up with these boyfriends and vacation vacations and you know bay this and bay that and now it's like oh my god I want a boyfriend so bad right. 
mm-hmm. but my credit fucked up and my house a mess I got, I'm, I'm struggling with this struggling with that like I don't have time for a boyfriend you see what I'm saying like mm-hmm. we don't think we're not we're not we're not living in a culture or we're not living in a society where our priorities are being put first because we're so influenced by the masses of the bullshit you know don't get me wrong I feel like everybody deserves love I feel like you know, everybody should have that one that just puts them in that happy place in the happy space. But at the same time, a lot of these relationships are failing because we not put together. We not together one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like when my when my son said that all the men in her past have fucked her over, the dude said, "Well, your mama was the the you know uh, the dude." He actually said that he was like, "Well, your mama was the the prime." He was like, what did your mama do? Like, he was basically saying your mama was in every relationship. Common denominator. Yeah, the common denominator. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Um, and I looked at him, but didn't it's like I couldn't have no attitude because he was right, you know. So it took it took me to it took this last relationship that I was in for me to really just step aside. Cause I'm I'm the type that's always been in a relationship. As soon as I get out of one, once I get over it, I get into a new one. Mm-hmm. So it took me to really take some time to really focus on me. To say, okay, you know what? A relationship ain't what I need right now. You know, instead of trying to hurry up and find my next boyfriend, I really need to just focus on me and what I've been doing wrong and, you know, the type of energy that I've been manifesting when it comes to the type of men that I've been dealing with. You know, so whatever the case may be, I really feel like a lot of people are just influenced by the masses. Like a lot of people feel like they got to have a woman. They got to have sex. They got to do this. They got to do that. And it don't even be that deep. Like you can sit this one out. You can take time to get your shit together before you decide to get into a relationship. I think that, that but also I think uh far as in what homeboy said to you, um, you don't want him to feel like uh if he does fall a little short, then he's not worthy of you when he kind of self-sabotaged relationship because he's not living up to a standard that you don't even want or care about. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you might you might feel like he has enough and he's doing enough. We can all do better. You know what I'm saying? But right. you might you might feel feel like in yourself, like, you know, he's doing enough to, you know, where I am comfortable, you know, with being around him and starting something, you know, more permanent with him. So so one thing that I did mention to him, um, so I I I I'm extremely humble. Regardless of what I got, I am extremely humble. And what I try to make a lot of people around me understand is that you just have to wait for your moment. Like, y'all see me, I own my house now. I got a really nice car. My situation looked real good on the outside. But y'all don't know what it took for me to get to where I am now. Because I was going, I've been living the paycheck, the paycheck. I know what it's like to not have a car. I know what it's like in the dead of winter, just had a baby and had to catch a city bus to get my baby to his first doctor's appointment. So I've, I've, I've endured my struggling, but I've also took the steps. I've, I've did the, I did the work to get me where I am. So a lot of times when a, I, I, when, when a man feel like he got to go above and beyond to feel like he deserved me to a certain extent, I have to let him know. I don't, I'm not out here looking for no man with a whole lot of money. The fact that you got your own car, you go to work, you're not doing nothing illegal to get your money and you got your own place. That's enough for me. To a certain extent, you know how to treat me. Mm-hmm. You don't talk to me crazy. You know, you put forth the effort to want to spend time with me. You hanging out with my friend. And you have no complaints about nothing like that works for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for no flashy ass nigga who out here, you know, just 
doing what they, whatever the fuck they feel like they got to do to get money or, you know, I, I'm not even looking for no stunting ass nigga. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like uh, everybody has their own journey that they have to walk on their own. I've endured the bag. Right. Like I've come a long way. And so what I, when he said that, I was like, well, you know, it, I want you to do it because that's what you want to do. Don't do it before, because you feel like you got to do it for me to be with me. Cause you don't have to do that to be with me. Yeah. So, and the reason why I said is cause I have a lot of uh, female friends that uh, they've mentioned that men said that to them and they felt like they needed to do this or that. And they didn't meet their timelines. And then all the, the talk of, well, you know, um, I think, you deserve a little bit better than me because I'm not doing this or I don't have this yet or blah, 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 blah. You know, and once, once the niggas start talking that shit, you know, then you start looking at them a little different too. Like I had a guy stop talking to me because of that for real, for real. It was a while ago and I didn't even really have much. Nigga, where, where the fuck your confidence at? Like I'm, I'm, fucking, with, I'm fucking with you for you. Right. Off the shit for you. But he was like, yeah. nah, just, he, he literally told me, he was like, Aisha, I really fuck with you, but I really feel like you deserve better right. than me. So I think you, you kind of have to reinforce that into him too. Like, yeah, like, listen, take your time. You know, I'm not, I'm not looking for you to have no mansion, no Rolls Royce and this other shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to meet me anywhere. Yeah. You have enough right now that that you got that you know has got my attention, right? Because in my case, I'm just glad that you have your own place. I'm glad that you have a job that you get up and go to every day. I'm glad that you have your own car because some of the guys in my past didn't have that, you know. So it's like I'm like I said, I'm extremely <clears throat> humble, and I I try my hardest not to um, make like I'm the shit when it comes to certain things that I have. Because just as quick as I got it, it can be taken from me. Absolutely. But you also you know? gotta you also gotta you also gotta think like some of these dudes are intimidated. They're intimidated by that. But the thing is, like you said, they gotta have the fucking confidence that hey, at least I have my own shit. Mm-hmm. At least yeah. I do have a place to stay. I have a reliable a, a reliable car. I have a I have a, a you know a paying job that, right. that I can pay my bills on time or whatever. Right. Because you just want a man that 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 you don't think need you. Like I don't you don't right. want and thinking like like that you know you i just need- you're right i just don't want no man coming in and using me for what i have right you no know, i want a man to just come in and like me for me and don't like me because of what i have or what they feel like i can provide for them you know mm-hmm. i i just want you to like me because i'm me i want you to fuck with me because you fuck with me and not because what i got you know and clearly in this situation um despite the past he fucked with he was fucking with me before he saw how i was living he right. was fucking with me before he seen my house, before he seen my car, before he met my kids. You know, so it's like, this was just, oh, shit, she keep a house clean. She did, she did, she did. This is like the cherry on top to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So but now on, he, yeah, on the flip side, he know you, now Now he know you're a grown-ass woman. And he know I don't and need he, him he for anything. You, and, exactly. and he needs to be a little more correct with how he talk, approach, and treat you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, hey, it's pros and cons. Everybody, both men and women, get just have your shit together. Absolutely. Have your shit yeah. together, and, and and let the chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We out here duping I, nobody. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. Um, I, I really hate that it take men a little longer to catch up than it do women. Um, because we do dumb shit. But go on. Not necessarily because y'all do dumb <laughs> shit. I think it's just because y'all, I, I really feel like y'all live life 
a little bit more than women do. And here's why I say that. So like growing up, you know, women are taught to, you know, make sure the house is clean, you know, make sure you cook clean, da 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 da. We we were taught to basically work to a certain extent. Whereas my mom would let the boys go outside and play while we kind of, you know, cleaning up, making sure getting the house straight, et cetera, et cetera. Like it was never really the boy's responsibility to cook dinner. But when the girls got home, we had to make sure the chicken got took out. We had to put the chicken in the oven if, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's like when it came down to it, it, it was, I don't know. I, I just witnessed my mom do everything. So I feel like I had to do everything. And mm-hmm. it's like, I really feel like that's why guys don't really, don't really get it as quick as women do because we've, we've had, I'm, let me speak for myself. I really feel like it, it's just in me to make sure that I have what my family needs, et cetera. But like looking at my brothers now, they was able to just be a little bit more freer than the girls were. Because while we was ma- making homes and taking care of kids, they were just kind of living life, you know. They didn't have, me and my sister, we left my mom's house at 18. My brothers are still at home, and these niggas pushing 30. So that, that's, that's not difference. a flex at all, but, that's you right. know, I'm still, you know, I'm just like, I don't know, I feel like with women, it's just kind of in us to have our shit together a little bit, to get our shit together a little faster than it is with men. So I think that's the difference. It, 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 you have to be, well, I'm not going to say force, but uh, I mean, as you know, me and Smurf, um, I left, I left the house at a certain age job forced me to move out of state. So I, I'm somewhere. I didn't have no family. I had to do certain amount, certain things. I had to have a bank account. I had to have this. I had to have a car, a house over my head. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to do all this stuff at a, at a younger age. And yeah. it's just, you know, learn all that shit yeah, on being fly. on your own by yourself not having no family to call and say hey i need to come like i couldn't do that shit right. so you gotta mature fast yep. right but like, see I, I feel like that happens with you and with a lot of guys uh because of um the military so like i i feel like a lot of men could benefit from the military not necessarily just financially but just right. you know with a certain state of mind Discipline. you know you guys are disciplined and it it was put it like you had to kind of grow up a little bit and yeah. i feel like that's what a lot of these guys lack they lack that certain thing that forces them to grow up i don't even think children force men to grow up no more i really feel like it's just okay you have to have your own place to stay you have nowhere else to go it makes you be more self-accountable Right. You know, cause like, like I, for example, just speaking, um, from the men in my family, my mama, at one point, my mama wasn't forcing my brothers to leave and go mm-hmm. get their own place. She, that wasn't, so it's like, they could fuck up and always come back home. Mm-hmm. I have four kids now. There's no way I'm going to put that type of stress on my mom. I have to make sure that my bills get paid because it's, I refuse to move me and four kids back into my mom's house. I refuse to move back in my mom's house and I ain't even- Period. Like, period. You At know, all. It's At just, all. I don't know. It's just a comfortability and like a, just a peace of mind that you have having your own space. When I, when, I, when I graduated high school, I was gone in two weeks. And why? Because I wanted to have my own place. I wanted to have girls over when I wanted to. I didn't want to have, I didn't want to be sneaking them in and out the house and in a window, out a window, because I was doing that shit. Um, but that was the, that was my main reason. I was not comfortable bringing girls over, sitting in the damn culture sack in the car, talking to them, getting ate up by them. That shit wasn't for me. I said, I'm ready to go. 
because I want to have women over. I moved and I out. Never turned around since. I turned. Never I turned mind. eighteen in October and fat, filled out my first apartment application, and I moved out a month later. And I what haven't moved back in to my mom's, regardless of my struggles, because it was definitely a struggle. But once I left, I never mm-hmm. went back. And it's no shade to my mom or nothing like that. It's just, I just enjoyed being out on my own. But not only that, it was just a sense of confidence knowing that this is my shit. I pay my own bills. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody do this for me but me, right. you know? Um, and so it's like, I just been out. I've been out on my own ever since. But it's like the downfall to that was, I was able to fuck, and and no what come with fucking? That, that was your That was my right. downfall. You know, well, so, no, you was fucking, you was fucking without that damn condom. That's what. No, because I actually have um, oh. I have a broken condom baby. I have a birth control baby. I and all honestly, only two of my children were playing. You saw you saw the broken but, condom. Well, that was just yes. That's it. what that was the story. I I seen okay. it. <laughs> all right. Okay. But whatever the case may be, um, whatever the case may be, it you just get a sense of you just get a little sense of confidence knowing that this your own shit. You look a little bit pride knowing that this I did this, you know. Shit, I knew I was going at 17. I joined the National Guard at 17. I was still in high school. Okay. And after my senior year, I graduated. I fucked around and got with a, a active duty recruiter, signed them papers. Uh-huh. And got my ass up out of there. At, at, as soon as I, what I graduated high school, what May, I was gone. What July, like the beginning of July. Uh-huh. Like you said, ain't turned back since. Which I should have done because I'd have been retired. By now. <laughs> and, and and I was, I was boy, you retire the next week. Shut up. No, <laughs> still, still, I would have been retired. Wait, yeah, years ago. yeah, yeah, you would have been retired. Yeah, I'd have retired at thirty eight. But um, yeah. Um, I, and I was spoiled, spoiled as hell growing up. I, I got my first job after I graduated high school. Yeah. So so I didn't the military I didn't, was my first job. Yeah. I I got my first job right, you know, after I graduated high school. So I, I was spoiled and still, you know, not even worrying about shit in the house. But like I said, once I graduated high school, I was ready to go. Like I didn't want to be in my mom. And, and I, I had could do whatever I wanted in my mom's house besides have girls in. Yeah, ain't reason oh, for no, me to see, want to I, go. Boys, look, boys have it a little different than girls because, like, we weren't allowed to have boyfriends till we was damn near out of my mom's house. Whereas my little brother girlfriend, she comes over for family functions. They got kids and everything. Like the fuck, when was y'all allowed to do this? Because we weren't allowed to do this. Like the boys have it way easier than the girls do. Oh, I, I, I live, I live with my grandma. So that shit was totally different. We was all, it was like we all were on the same level. That's why I said that whole gender role episode we did. Yeah, my grandma didn't give a fuck about that. Get y'all, get y'all ass out. Everybody get out there, cut grass. Whoever, whoever, you know, if you see the trash need to be taken out, whoever see it, just, just throw that shit in the garbage can. Normally I would run it out to the street, but, but like there were, like my grandma was like, look, when, when you get older, like you're you're gonna have to do this shit on your own. So you might as well get used to it now. Yeah. It was just the fact of like cooking and shit like that. We were cooking for all of us instead of right. just instead of just one person or washing clothes. We were yeah. washing everybody's shit instead of just your own shit. Mm-hmm. So that was the only difference. But other than that, it was just like, hey, we all learned on the on, on one accord. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, it's it's crazy that that we we talking about this because these days and times we'll say, 
it's kind of um bad parenting or it may even be creating a toxic situation for our kids. But you know, me growing up, I was never told, hey, when you get 18, you gotta go. But that's kind of something I felt like I understood. Like my mom never told me that. You know what I'm saying? Me and my sister were gone at 18. And that that's I feel like our generation growing up, that was kind of I it felt like feel like it was forced, but I was never told that. But you know, these days kids are in the house until like hell, some of them 24, 25, still, you know what I'm saying? Going to school. So but. I'm I'm not going to make it a requirement for my children to leave at 18. Mm-hmm. But I also want to make sure that I instill it in them the necessary tools that they need in their toolbox to get through life so that if you did decide to leave at 18, you're going to be so prepared that I don't have to worry about you coming back because you're going to make sure that you're prepared. A lot of us uh, were required to leave at 18 and we wasn't prepared. Yeah, absolutely. Which Mm -hmm. I feel like has a lot to do with the fact that a lot of these guys are not quote unquote on their shit like they need to be you right. know so I'm going to make sure my children know about credit know about how to file their taxes know how to balance a checkbook or whatever the case may be or not necessarily a checkbook because we don't really need them no more but you know I just mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my children are going to be prepared so that if at 18 you want to leave I know that you're going to be situated regardless mm-hmm. but I, I don't think I don't want to be that parent that is going to require my children to leave home at 18, especially not my girls. Right. Because I know I moved out in November. I turned 18 in October, moved out in November. I was pregnant by December. <laughs> and that's something I want to, I don't, I don't, I want to avoid that with my girl, with all of my kids. Damn. You know, I want them oh. to live life to the point where I don't want them to just get out here and try to rush into a relationship and settle down and start mm-hmm. having babies. I want them to live first. Not mm-hmm. saying that you can't live with kids, but I don't, I just don't like, I've, I've been having kids since I was 18 and I'm going to be 34 and I'm, you know, and I just, I, I hardly ever travel because it, I just, you know, I just, it's just a lot of stuff that I keep myself from doing not to say because I have kids, but I just feel like I could just be doing so, something way more important, you know, rather than really enjoying myself. So I tell my daughters all the time, you know, y'all want to get out here and have boyfriends and y'all want to do this and do that. But it's so much more to life. I want my kids to travel the world and experience things that I never got to experience. Um, I don't want them to be sitting around worried about no babysitter. I don't want them to be stressing over no man, not taking care of his responsibilities. Um, I don't want them to be worried about none of that. Don't be in such a rush to become somebody mama, become somebody wife first, you know, or just, I just feel like it's just so much more to life than just trying to rush and have kids. Like, I feel like a lot of people feel like you, you gotta have kids. You doing something wrong if you ain't got no kids. That's not the case. That is not the case. You do not have to get out here and have kids. Kids ain't even meant for everybody. A lot of, hey, I feel like 60% of the population got kids that wasn't even planning on having kids. We just accidentally fucked unprotected or the condom broke or the birth control didn't work right or the plan B wasn't acting right like it's supposed to. And now, we, <laughs> like, I just feel like a lot of us got kids and we didn't even want kids. You know, so I just don't want my kids, especially my girls, to get out here and just rush into relationships and rush into trying to have children because they feel like because the pressure of society. I'm not finna push my kids out the door at 18, but I definitely want them to have their shit together. So if they do decide to leave at 18, 
I that's one thing I won't have to worry about is their finances, making sure that they got a stable place to stay, they working, things of that nature. You know, because we all had that story where we go to our mom's house and we get grocery bags full of her shit to take back to our house because we didn't have it. You know, so I just I just don't want that for them. I want them to be fully prepared whenever they decide to leave. Now, of course, I want to be an empty nester and I'm going to walk around this motherfucker naked. So don't think you're going to live here forever. But I want to make sure that you're prepared when you do. The only person that I think going to live here forever is Mitchell, my youngest MJ. He is a mama's boy. And I really feel like he's going to live here forever. MJ going to surprise your ass. MJ may be the first to get gone. <laughs> but I'm, I mean, so so with that, and you know, my, my oldest is 22 and I, I learned like um she might have been here a little longer, but you know, me instilling some of these, you know, necessities as to be an adult, you know, um, that pressure got to her and she was like, I might as well be living on my own. Like, yeah, you if you stay here, it's gonna be things that you require you to do. I'm not asking you for rent and all this other stuff, but you're gonna have to wash these dishes. Um, you're gonna have to clean this house, you know, cause I'm, I'm at, I'm at, I'm working all day. You ain't, she ain't have a job. You know, it's a lot of stuff, you know, so once she started realizing that, um, you want to, uh, use the, use, use my truck to go where, oh, you're gonna have to blah, 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 blah. So that's when she really started getting her shit together. And then she was like, you know what, dad, I'm gonna move out. Yeah. Turn it back. Ain't turn it back. doing great by herself. I did some school shopping over the weekend. Um, Target had a little sale, 30% off a of school uniform. So I was like, let me go ahead and take care of that real quick. So was out with the girl, with my daughters, and we did a little bit of school shopping, got them uniforms for school or whatever. And like the total came up to like $260. Cause I all, all four of my kids go to school. They have to wear uniforms. So it came up to like $260. And my daughter was like, dang, ma, I ain't know you. I ain't know it was like, I didn't know it was like that. And I'm like, what you mean? She was like, you just spent almost $300 on just our school uniforms. And I'm like, yeah, like, what, what did you think? Why do y'all think I be at work so much? Like, y'all are not cheap. Y'all cost. And on top, that was just the uniforms. I still got to get school supplies, shoes. Um, I still got to make sure the girls get their hair done. I got to get the boys' haircuts. Like, it's, it's going to cost me way more than just for these uniforms, you know? And she was like, Mom, I just didn't know it was, I just didn't know, like, like she was just like really surprised and i'm like girl the mortgage is eleven hundred dollars the light bill is a hundred and sixty dollars we got internet we got water groceries y'all want to watch netflix and hulu out that shit calls you know so that's why i just i don't i don't like to burden my kids with the finances of the home but like i be having to get them shit i have to get them this shit raw like these are the bills I have to come up with almost $3,000 just for us to maintain every month. And the only thing I require y'all to do is to clean up after y'all sales and do good in school, you know, cause you don't worry about that phone bill. You just know that every month that bitch don't get cut off. Y'all don't complain about the internet. Cause you ain't never had to worry about it getting cut off. You didn't never, you ain't never walked in this house and the lights didn't work. You ain't never went to go take a shower in the shower. The water wasn't working, you know? So I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. Like she was just really surprised that just for the uniforms was $260. Like I'm like, yeah. 
and then you got big ass feet. Your brother got big ass feet. Y'all shoes cost every bit of two hundred dollars a better a piece. Glad I don't have to worry about them. Mm-hmm. Well, I, got see, one more, I got one more to go. One more. When it comes to when it comes to the fashion, I actually try. I'm trying to influence my daughters to get out of sneakers because like little flats and sandals is just super cheap, and you can still make that shit look really really cute. So we need some sneakers in the winter. Well, yeah. this, the guy that came over to spend time with us, he um, when he bought his joints instead of buying me a pair, he's gonna buy my son a pair. So, okay, shout out to him. I, okay, listen, he is really coming through. Okay, well, but we just well, if we if we don't have nothing else, we're gonna close this thing on out. Uh, yeah, you got but, a long episode, <laughs> right? It's actually not that long. I'll give it a good hour and some change. No, but uh. Once again, Reggie, we thank you for coming on with us. As always, uh, go ahead and go ahead and give the people what, what they need, how to plug reach you. To, yeah, go and plug yourself in, dog. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Once again, I'm Reg, the Prime Minister, one half of Unapologetic Podcast <laughs> on all platforms. We are digital, uh, audio and visual. Um, my homie Dre is in uh in Kuwait Shout right now. Um, yep. Shout out to Dre. Um, what can you look for us? Uh, we kind of, kind of the same, you know, we talk about some of the same things. Um, majority of the time, um, for the men, we do add sports in there here and there. Uh, but yeah, that's it. All right. Well, of course y'all know who I am. I am Smurf, my lovely co-host, Miss Aisha (laughs) Hadia. I was so expecting him. I'm mad at that damn chair. You supposed to hit me with the AKA and I'm supposed to finish it off. It's okay. It's oh my okay. God. Smurf, I still have love you, you. Have you have we not gone through this before? It's okay. I forgive you. But to our our viewers and our listeners, we thank you once again for coming through and enjoy enjoying some time with us. Uh please like, share, subscribe, and comment. Because without y'all, we can't keep this. We you know, we 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 gotta get ourselves better at this. So mm-hmm. so please hook us up. Let us know what's going on. Contact us on IG. Well, you can contact me on IG. That's the only place I'm going to allow you to hit me up at. Uh, so, <laughs> and that is ghost underscore St. Patrick, St. Patrick 82. Miss Idea, how can, um, how can the people reach us? So y'all know that I am on Instagram at Coffee Apple Juice the podcast, uh, Coffee Apple Juice, um, and my personal Instagram is I am Aisha Hadia. Uh, I I do ask that you guys hit me up on the podcast Instagram. Um, I I'm trying to get to a point where I can separate my personal and the podcast, keep it separate, um, because I'm noticing that it's starting to kind of you know mesh together. But whatever the case may be. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank y'all for sticking with us and listening. We do ask that y'all continue to like, comment, and subscribe. We are seeing your comments. We're responding. We love interacting with you guys. So thank y'all so much for that. Um, y'all know that we're going to give y'all the best of us every week. So definitely look forward to hearing from us next Wednesday. Peace out. Bye.